Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Jesus saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Matthew chapter 16, verse 15 through 17. In this passage, in the verses leading up to it, Jesus had asked his disciples, quote, Who do men say that I am? And they responded with all of the wrong answers that man's imagination could muster. Then he asked them, Who do you say that I am? And Peter replied correctly, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. To which Jesus said, Flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but God himself did personally. He then goes on to explain that upon this will his church be built. So today we want to ask ourselves, have we been part of Jesus' church or somebody else's? You see, up until this point when Jesus was telling this to his disciples, the average man had to go to a priest or a prophet to hear from God. Men had to seek out teachers and rely on the opinions and interpretations of others as to who God was. But not in Jesus' church. His church would be different than anything before it. It would be built upon a personal relationship with him directly upon hearing his voice and being led and taught by it, upon communion with him, upon God sending revelation to each individual who hungers and thirsts and believes enough to seek him personally for it, upon the revelatory fact that God would forevermore speak directly to the laity. For men may deceive you with their wrong opinions of who he is, but he is more than willing to reveal the truth to you if you will but ask and then trust what he shows. Jesus himself says in John chapter 10 verse 27, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. In Revelations chapter 3 verse 20, he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in unto him and I will sup with him and he with me. This is the essence of true communion is to sit and fellowship personally with Jesus. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 we read, But without faith it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is God, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him themselves. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 10 says, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind, and I will write them upon their hearts. 
and I will be to them a God and they shall be to me a people and they shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother saying know the Lord for all shall know me personally from the least to the greatest and in first John chapter 2 verse 27 it says but the anointing which ye have received of him that abideth in you which is the Holy Spirit of Jesus will teach you and ye need not that any man should teach you but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things and is truth and is no lie and even as it hath taught you ye shall abide in him as he does this and now little children abide in him that when he shall appear ye may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming if ye know that he is righteous ye know that every one that doeth righteousness is born of him and of course we understand that righteousness is to do what god said is right but if we do not seek him personally to hear from him directly how do we truly know that we're following his leading that we're doing what he said is right this is why it says that if you abide in other words if you live with him if you be in his presence and commune with him and receive his instruction open the bible read it personally and let him reveal it to you directly then you will have confidence at his appearing that you have obeyed what he had to say in john chapter 4 verse 10 it says jesus answered and said unto the woman at the well if thou knew the gift of god and who i am that says to thee give me to drink you would have asked of me and i would give you living waters she said unto him our fathers worshipped in the mountains and ye say that in jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship so jesus said unto her woman believe me the hour cometh when you shall neither in this mountain or at jerusalem worship the father you worship and you don't even know what it is you are worshiping because though they thought they were worshiping god they were deceived yet he says we do know what we worship for salvation is of the jews but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth for the father seeks such to worship him god is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth the woman at the well asked jesus which was the right place to worship god because up until then he had been worshiped in the temple in jerusalem that's where men and women went to encounter him and to be taught about him the samaritans which was the woman's nationality worshiped their gods in the mountains or the high places Yet Jesus reinforces the power of the church that God was building through him by saying that the time had come where God would not be worshipped in any one place, not in the temple or in the mountain, but in spirit and in truth, anywhere that spirit or breath is, there would God be also wherever man is willing to worship sing speak preach witness testify breathe his revelation out to those around them for god is a spirit and men will carry it into all of the world because that we are the temple and jesus is our priest he ministers to us directly 
what an amazing thing that the blood of Jesus did for us. It restored our relationship, our fellowship, our personal communion and communication with God. Back to the way it was in the garden when they walked with him and talked with him. His blood washes and atones for us so that his spirit can then come and indwell us. So that now we can sit and sup with him daily. We can come boldly before his throne of grace in the prayer closet speaking to him. Face to face, we can be taught by him. We can hear from him personally and choose to follow his leading in every season and situation of our lives. He died in the flesh that his spirit might live in us. We choose to give up our will as he did in the garden, that his will might be done through us, not the will of a man directed to us, but the will of God personally revealed in us. Just like it was to Peter that day when Jesus smiled and said, Well done. This is what my church will be built upon. He's not looking for church members to attend. He's looking for family members who visit and give him attention. He's not looking for fans who talk about him. He's looking for friends who talk with him in a two-way conversation. He's not looking for piety, which comes from faith in man's wisdom. He is looking for purity and humility that comes from faith in what he has spoken. Jesus' church was built upon personal relationship with God. Faith in Jesus and his teachings, seeking, hearing, and believing his voice and following the leading of his Holy Spirit into all the world to encourage others to step out of their temple and into the kingdom. Matthew 28 verse 18 we read this, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the ends of the world. Amen. Everything that Jesus endured was to make this available to us. Don't waste it and trust in men and their self-proclaimed wisdom who have done nothing but proven themselves to be wrong from the beginning. Seek the Lord himself while he may be found. Ask him to reveal himself to you and show you the truth. Open the Bible and ask the author to explain it to you. Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you and he will lead you into all truth which is what Jesus said he was coming to do. But once he does, be willing to stand on it and for it, even if all of hell comes against you because of it. Count the cost, pick up your cross, and follow after Jesus. He does speak, but he doesn't speak for no reason. To please men, to fluff or to flatter them, he speaks with purpose, sending us into the harvest fields to extend the kingdom, to bring the bound freedom, to bring the sick healing, to bring the lost to salvation, to bring the deceived, the destitute, and the desperate into deliverance through the promise and power of sonship, kingship, and a relationship with the God who loved them enough to bankrupt heaven to restore fellowship with them. We should never forget this or take it lightly. His words are a great unmerited gift, 
his friendship to be valued, his instructions to be trusted, his presence to be praised, and his commandments obeyed by those who truly love him. Let us seek daily to hear personally from him and trust him more than we trust the men who claim to only know about him. He did not ask us to seek teachers. He asked us to seek him. He did not ask us for commentaries. He asked us for communion. He did not ask us to build new temples and call men to them. He asked us to be his temple and bring him to men. He is Emmanuel, that is to say, God with us. He left heaven and dwelt among men, that he might make a way to dwell within them, because he so desired to fellowship again, like we had in the garden, to speak with us, to be with us. Don't trade that gift for any counterfeit relationship, idols, entertainment, people, places, palaces, performances, personalities. It all will fall away on that final day, but his words will remain. And a question, did you seek him? Did you speak with him? Did you believe him? In Matthew 27, verse 23, we read this. And then will I profess unto them, these being the words of Jesus, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man who built his house upon the rock. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judge him. The words that I have spoken, those same words will judge him on the last day. John chapter 12, verse 48. And I will leave you with this, the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 12, verse 37. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. What have we spoken in public to others? Have we confessed him? What have we spoken in the prayer closet? Have we communed with him? Have we been a witness? Or have we depended on other men to lead us? We're not going to get into heaven on the merit of our preacher. We're going to get into heaven on whether or not we personally believed Jesus. So it's time to build a personal relationship with him. Because Jesus paid too high a price to redeem us from the old priesthood and give us personal access to the throne room of grace for us to waste it when we need it most in these last days. Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.